I'm going to steal it. What? I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Professor Jones podcast. We are two brothers. We sure are. And we love movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do. My name is Dave Jones, and I am the Professor. My name is Danny Jones, and I am the Diggs. And here we are this week. We finished off Harry Potter. Thank Woo! goodness. I, I honestly am fine with not watching those movies for years. A probably. long time. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I mean, maybe the last couple. Uh, I'm happy to be done with that. And so today we're going to kind of, you know, this is... Uh, this is just a little bit of taking a little breath in between in between series, and we're just going to rinse our mouth out with some nice water, and that water <laughs> is going to be National Treasure, which yeah. is... I, I put National Treasure up on, like, School of Rock level, to be honest. I don't know. Uh, dude, I mean, well, yes. Yes and no. It's it, pretty good, dude. I guess we'll it, wait till the question. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, so we're going to talk about National Treasure. I'm so excited. We both just randomly decided to watch I just feel like I'm Netflix locked in a cage week. trying to think of this. Hey-o. Um, oh. Uh, I don't know. I think a lot of your points are going to be void. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> hey, let me use the John really quick. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's you like see a, that new Nicki Minaj uh, video, Anaconda? <laughs> hey, oh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a Diane Kruger pun. Anybody else's uh, names? Oh, um, <laughs> Betty Kruger. Freddy Krueger. I, I don't know. You're going to eat some beans. I don't know. Sean Bean. It's like, I got to use the Sean. Mm. <laughs> Just yeah, I got to use the Sean to eat some beans. Okay, but uh, we're going to do a bro down today. We haven't done one in a while, and National Treasure is kind of a one-off, so we're not Let's as concerned down, about dude. you know time and who cares how long it takes us to do it. So we're going to talk about some trailers that came out just recently. Yeah, um, yeah. I think probably the most important one that I think we should start off talking is Lion King. What did you think of that Lion King wow. trailer? Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. Are you surprised? Do you think that's the wow. least important? Oh, I didn't, ex- <laughs> I didn't see this coming, even though we just talked about it two seconds ago. Uh, I, I'm just surprised we're not talking about the Blazers. It's uh, way dude, more interesting. Nobody um, cares about your basketball. So the Blazers <laughs> on this podcast are in the first round nobody of playoffs cares. against OKC. Against and, OKC. Uh, it's great. We're all excited for it. We're going to okay, watch it on we'll Sunday. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see who wins. Okay. OKC. See. See, <laughs> no. uh, let's blaze through this though. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I saw the Lion King trailer, and uh, I'm curious to think or to see what you think. Um, there's been some sort of media uproar about no pun roar um, about what Scar looks like and uh, some he other looks things. Looks a little mangy. I, looks a little mangy, a little gray. Um, he looked that way in the like he looked that way in the movie though too. You just mm-hmm. couldn't really tell because. Cartoon, cartoon. It wasn't as like defined, and there wasn't as yeah. much detail and stuff. So, but I liked it. I like the way that they started out. It's super dark. You have just the most adorable little Simba. Oh, unbelievable! You've ever, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. I could watch that trailer again and again just to see that little, little uh, baby yeah. Simba. It's great. <laughs> he's so yeah. cute. Um, but yeah, Scar, whatever he's saying, he's like, "You shouldn't have come here," or something like that. And the little run, <laughs> little little hyenas yeah. going, run, you know, Simba. doing their thing, run his run Simba. As fast as, as he can, as he can. says. You know, and that's, I think, the only critique of the whole thing is that, and here's, here's what I'll say about that, is that, yeah, the voice of Scar and the look of Scar was kind of, mm-hmm, maybe. A little different. Not yeah. as stellar as I would like, and Scar it's is. not Jeremy Irons. Scar, sure. exactly. How do you measure up to Jeremy Irons? The original design cast, of Scar was good. why don't you cast Jeremy Irons? I mean, he's still living. 
Well, the thing you got is, James Earl the, Jones. The thing is, is that I think every single lion, every single person that they cast as a lion in that movie is black, and so they went for um, black people for every single one, which I think is actually really cool. Right in in this new one. In this new one, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So like every single actor is African American, or you know they're possibly from somewhere else other than America. But Seth Rogen. Well, no, but he's the he's Pumbaa. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's white people cast as other things, but every single lion, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> is black. And so, yeah. you know, what is it Chuitel Dejio Four? I can't remember exactly how to pronounce that guy's name. Um, I don't know. Twelve Years a Slave guy. He's yeah. He's a really mm-hmm. great actor, and I think on paper that was a sound casting decision. Um, and you know what? It's just a trailer. Uh, I would imagine that hopefully when we get into the movie, he does a pretty good job uh vocal performance yeah the um, vocal effects i'm sure on it will be super deep and yeah so i mean we'll crazy. see but it's gonna be great we'll see yeah um but moving past that it looks just uh it's like when the when i first saw the jungle book trailer you know i, I was like wow that just yeah. looks insane and it's favreau again and i mean i just can't even believe it i guess I the only it. It my so only good my only question about the lion king is that is this going to be a movie that we remember past like 30 seconds after we watch it? Because mm-hmm. I feel like beauty and the beast was one where I was like, Oh, that was pretty fun. I didn't think beauty and the beast was incredible, but it was fun. It was pretty yeah, good. It wasn't that bad. Jungle yeah. book. I left going, well, that was awesome. Like that was, I can't amazing. wait to watch it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I haven't watched it again and I feel no I inclination to actually watch it. I own it on Blu-ray and I just, haven't really. So that's that's my question is with these live remakes, are they actually going to make something with the Lion King where I would prefer to watch that over the original? Because yeah. with any of them that have come out so far, I'm like, that was pretty cool. I'd probably just watch the cartoon. But there's the other side of things that you're talking about, like our age group of people, but then there's like all the little kids there that are gonna go see this that are gonna watch this a million trillion times. Yeah, it's true. It's like making the story again for... It depends on who you're marketing it to. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, it's like, there's something to be said for good 2D animation. And we just don't get to see it 2D. Yeah. Yeah. 2D joke, come on. That was so dumb. Sorry. It was dumb, but it's okay. We're moving right past it. Um, But I don't know. It's nice to have 2D animation, and like I miss those old Disney movies that were like that. So... We'll see. We'll see how Lion King is. I bet it it might be incredible. Be great. It might just be like, oh, cool. That was exactly the Lion King, except for live. Are they doing action, all the music so. and stuff? Yeah, I mean, I have no they, idea. Well, I mean, it showed well. the Lion sleeps tonight. They were sitting there singing that, and you had uh, what's that guy's name that's playing Timon? He's the uh, Billy Billy uh, Billy Ehrlich or Billy Lynn. I don't know. Billy Eichner. Oh, maybe maybe that's it. Yeah, Billy Eichner. Something like that. I think. Okay. Yeah. What's that kid's name? One voice was heard. You know, you remember that kid, Billy something? Out here on Earth. What is that? It's some stupid song that came out like in the '90s. It was like a country song. It was this little kid, this blonde little kid, and he sang it, and he had a really high voice. And it was one voice was heard down here on Earth or something like that. I don't remember that at all. And the scene shows him like on a bus. Driving home and he's sitting there singing. <laughs> it's nothing. It's so it's so funny, man. You're because speaking to the clouds. It was such a big song in the nineties. Like it was so big for like six. I wonder months. where he is now. 
I don't know. He probably made a lot of money from that. So I mean, probably he probably could have done whatever he wanted to do with his life. But jeez. Anyway, uh, so that's Lion King. What else you got? What else do you want to talk about? Well, do we I talk about the know. Avengers or? Um, we're excited. Yeah, it's gonna be great. I, we're really excited for the Avengers. I mean, how can you not be? Yeah. And the trailers have been excellent. Do you have your tickets I yet? Mean, no. I know you do. I do. I do. I just you know I have work that night. I just doubt I'd be able to make it opening night, but probably that Friday. And I'm just gonna go by myself probably. So can't imagine I won't be able to get into a ticket or get into a theater by myself. Yeah, there'll somewhere. be loner spots all over One the place. One spot. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that's the thing. um. Yeah. If you're going in like a group of six or something like that, you got to get your tickets. That's I had two. two I three, had four. three, and it turned it into a complicated thing. Because I got there and there was like two, you know, twos everywhere. And then it was like, you know, got to get three. So. Where are you sitting? Right next to the handicap spot. Hey, not bad. The only three three that were open. So I was like, I think this is fine. Right. Yeah, that's great. They factor in the seat next to it anyway. um, So we're both excited for the Avengers. The new trailer was awesome. Let's talk about the Joker, though. Ooh, baby. I watched this trailer probably 30 or 40 times. Go to bat. Came out. What do you like so much about this? Because I see this Joker trailer and I go, yeah, looks pretty good. I'm not like, I, I'm not ecstatic about it by any means. It just, it I don't looks, know how you can't be. It looks it's, cool. It's such a, Fine. it's such a well-made trailer. That's why I love it. It's such a good trailer. I think it's probably in my top three trailers of all time now. What? But it depends on how the movie is. What, like this 300 and Legends of the, Legends of the Guardians? Owls of Gahul? <laughs> no, probably Clash of the Titans. Wrath of the Titans. Ooh, that's a good one. We, should do, that. we should do a top, like, ten trailers. Ten trailers of all time? Legends of the Guardians. Owls of Gahul. Watch that trailer. It, it would be in my top yeah. five, I no. swear. It's I got that 30 Seconds to Mars song in it. It's incredible. <laughs> anyway. Which one? Just break me down. Is it that one? No, it's Baby, the it's the no. Whoa, whoa. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We wore uh. the kings and quits. Yeah. Just owls flicking flying around. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so hilarious, man. It's amazing. Well, okay, this didn't have thirty seconds of Mars. There's no let Should have. Um, thank the Lord, no let Um, but. It starts out and it has that walking Phoenix. I didn't even Phoenix, put that Leto thing walking together Phoenix. there. Yeah, there you have it. Uh, it has the walking Phoenix talking, and his voice. There's just something about that guy's voice. I mean, My I'm a big, I'm a big walk told fan. Me yeah, to have a happy face or put on a happy face, and he's hanging out with his mom and stuff like that. It does him kind of dancing? He's a little sign guy. He's kind of dancing, kind of funny. You mentioned he has the Daniel Radcliffe dance, and then he gets like you know beaten in the alley or whatever. And then he says, is it just me or are things getting crazier out there? And the way that he says that, I'm just like, gosh. And then the trailer takes off into like this music cue and it just shows flashes of what's happening. It shows him always just trying to smile, trying to smile his hardest. He's on a date with Zazie Beats and she kind of smiles and he kind of like half smiles. And then it shows Zazie him at Arkham. Beats? Yeah, that's the chick who's playing. Uh, she's like a single mother in the movie. That Should he, I know her? I don't even remember. She's from her face. Deadpool 2. She's like the luck girl. Oh, that's right. No, no. I do yeah. know what you're talking about. She's super okay. cool. Yeah. Zazu um, beats. <laughs> Z- I think it's Zazie or Zazu. No, just, what it's, is it? It's Zazie. Just kidding. Lion I King Zazu. Um, and then, yeah, it goes into this musical cue. It shows Arkham. 
uh, hospital. You know, there's some really weird things. And then just like, I don't know. It's just something about this trailer when he's like pulling his lips up, trying to smile. And then his face snaps and you get like the couple really weird, funky laughs. Yeah. The one like, where he's like watching stand. Yeah, exactly. That's that one. That looks bizarre. You know, it's super bizarre. Yeah. And it just kind of trips you out. It does. It's very trippy. Um, you know, I'll, I'll take that walk any day. Anything yeah. that Joaquin Phoenix is in, I'll watch. And uh, Absolutely. I can't remember who directs that guy. I was looking stuff up about that the other day, the director. But anyway, I he mean. He directed the Hangover trilogy. That's right, yeah. He's, uh, he's been a comedy um, director for the most part. Um, he's dove into some more serious stuff lately. He did the War Dogs with Jonah Hill and Miles Teller, which Did you see okay. that? I did. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. Yeah, it's not like anything crazy, which kind of makes me think like, is this movie just going to be okay? You know, you the, know? the other the thing is, is though, the thing is, is though, nice, the other thing is, nice is English. though, um, War Dogs had high ambitions though. Like it was an ambitious movie, and it was trying to do something. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. ended up kind of just falling flat and being like, got pretty wild there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, but. It's pretty good. What do you think of Miles Teller? I like Miles. Well, after Whiplash, I was just like, yeah, I'm in for whatever, dude. Yeah. But then he kind of just made some bad career choices. Well, Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four was rough for everybody involved, except for Michael B. Jordan. Except for Michael B. Can't lose. He's great. I can't lose. I watched Creed 2 the other night. I bawled my my little eyes out. Creed 2. Maybe I, so I should good. watch it again. It was great. I loved it. I don't. I don't feel watch like watching it again. It again. Watch it on. Uh, you know? Watch it on Blu-ray. It. Uh, the second watch is real good. Creed one though. Oh boy, uh, that's a movie anybody could turn on anytime. But I'm like, yeah, sure. Hey, you want? Don't call me that. Don't call me that. Uh, don't call me that though. What's up, baby Creed? What's up, baby Creed? It's good stuff. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Joker though. Danny is very excited. I am. <laughs> <laughs> think it could be fun yep. should be a good time i think it's a nice trailer though i do it's a really great trailer i mean that's my only thing for it it's just i think the trailer is really well made um you got robert de niro in there as well he's like the game show host or whatever the talk show host or whatever he's in it that's not for robert a brief de niro second. yeah he's in the movie and i thought i was assuming that was him because that's what he played in whatever movie that was he was like a wannabe talk show host that like took over a talk show casino. Something. He does that. I forget for what second. the movie's called. Casino. Oh my gosh. You're right. Robert De Niro is in that. Yeah. They had a lot of makeup on him though. Didn't they? They did. Cause yeah. I couldn't tell that. I didn't even know that was him. You don't even barely see him. You just see him like standing there, but I had heard well, that he was, I think now a television host. I am like 10 times more interested. That's in what that I'm movie. saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. It's like, there's a lot of really good potential for it. Um, not to say that walk isn't just a whole thing in itself. Like I'm down. Mm-hmm. I love walking mm-hmm. Phoenix that, you know, he could rise from the ashes every single day and I would still follow him. I don't know. I'm trying to make some Yikes. Phoenix reference Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Uh, so Joker oh, looks good. Arizona. I'm excited. Game of Thrones comes out on Sunday. Can't believe it. Oh, it'll be fun. Gosh, we can watch that together next weekend. Cause I'm going to come visit you. So that'll be sweet. Woo. That'll be tight. Uh, other than that, I think that's about it. That's about all I have to say on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you got for, for Bro Down? For... 
Well, if you want to go back to the Blazers, um, oh my gosh. they, yeah, so they're in the playoffs, and I'm really excited. Simon's uh, went off last night. That was pretty cool. Simon's did. Um, moving on to National yeah. Treasure. Okay. Nobody cares. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to steal it. There's some people that might, but it's a movie podcast, all it. right? It's a movie podcast. If we go too far on sports, I'm trying to steal this podcast and talk about Blazers. I'm going to steal it. Well, uh, talk about a half court shot that made it is national treasure. I mean, mm-hmm. this, so this is the thing is that he spilled the beans. Yeah. Jerry Bruck. It's Jerry Bruckheimer and producing Jerry Bruckheimer producing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's a Disney film, right? And John Turtletob is the director. <laughs> and I think that, I, I think that Jim, John Turtletob had, uh, a pretty big role in helping out with the screenplay as well. Um, but either way, Apparently he does a lot of work with the actors. He's very good with actors. That's something that I've heard oh, okay. about cool. him. I don't know with the actors a lot about John Turtletop here, but I do know that they, when they pitched this story to Disney, it was just like, yeah. Okay, cool. That sounds, it's a, a great, like that sounds great. Somebody's going to try to steal the declaration of independence. That's all you got to say. That's all. Like, that's all you Nick have Cage. to say. <laughs> and Nick Cage. anybody in America is like, that is a movie that I am down for. That's something I want to see. And this movie, yeah. this is, I'm telling you, this is school of rock level. Good. This is a movie that yeah, like, maybe. nobody is going to say that. Uh, okay. It's not as good as school of rock, but it has like a 39% on Rotten Tomatoes. A lot of people I said they didn't like it. I love this movie. I know. This I did so too. good. I did too. But this is the type of movie that if you show this to anybody and they go, I didn't get it. I didn't like it. You're just like, what are you nuts? Like, how? it's very easy. It's <laughs> like, very. That's like easy. the funnest movie ever made. Yeah. Because what is it? It's it's a heist movie. It's uh-huh. an action adventure movie. Nikki. It's got like KG. spy stuff in there. Declaration. It's got Liberty comedy Bell. in there. It's a historical Glasses. movie. And the biggest of all, and I think this, and, and I know that this movie did very well domestically. It didn't really do much, you know, worldwide, but it's made for I know, yeah. Americans. Is that as an American, you watch this movie and it's so epic, man. Uh-huh. Because, mm-hmm. and I think that that's, other countries do have this as well, but. As an American, you look toward like the founding fathers, right? And the revolutionary era and mm-hmm. everything that they did. And it's almost like there's just like this mythos. And, you know, there's like a mythology behind them. When you look at like, you know, George Washington and, and John Adams and freaking Benjamin Franklin, right? And you look at these guys and they're almost along the lines of like Perseus and you know, like the demigods. And actually, um, in the constitutional convention, uh, Benjamin Frank, I know Benjamin Franklin described the constitutional convention and all the guys that represented, uh, the 13 colonies there, um, or the 13 States. Um, he described them as a group of demigods and he was like nowhere in the world has a more intelligent and enlightened group of people gotten together in one place at the same time. And they wrote the constitution of the United States, which is an incredible document. And Uh this movie centers around the declaration of independence, which I will go out and say, I think is the, um, it's my favorite document ever. Like the declaration of independence is incredible. It's such a well-written thing. Like, oh, it's beautiful, yeah. man. TJ, oh, wow. Thomas Jefferson, 
Give him a Come hand. Come on, TJ. He's the best. Give him something, TJ. He's he great. deserves it, baby. He deserves it. Look at that document. The iron pen, baby. It's not a prison. It's written with an iron pen. Wow. Ugh. And I'm going to steal it. And I'm going to steal it. So anyway. <laughs> and um, I'm going to give it, though. Getting past it, though, I, and I think, what I just think my that favorite this- document be? I think mom wrote me a letter <laughs> at church camp a few summers ago. She said some sweet stuff <laughs> in there. It was very nice. It was a well-worded was very sweet. letter from mm-hmm. Aunt Helen. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> shout out, Sprinkles. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, but anyway, I just, I think that this plays <laughs> on the sense that Americans have, right? Where we just, we have a grand respect for the history of our country and uh-huh. other countries do as well, right? But as Americans, we just, we love that period of time and we want to live in that period and just like understand what those guys Sometimes. were doing. Yeah. Right. I mean, not for all the reasons, right? But I mean, it would have been. I still want to watch National Treasure. It would have been terrible I mean? <laughs> back then. Honestly. It would have been awful. I still want what I have I here. I love the modern conveniences that. I would like to go back for a minute second. and check it out and be yeah. like, oh, that's cool. But I, I want, you know, I want Pop Rocks. <laughs> right. I want Dippin' Dots. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's very nice to have like this story written and woven into the history of our founding fathers. And yeah, I think it's, yeah, and they do a great job at it. They're, I mean, it's all honest, and yeah, I mean, a lot of it's true, and then all the treasure stuff is just kind of like whatever. But yeah, there's um, there's some stuff that I actually did some fact checking, and there's a couple of things that aren't quite on there um, that don't they don't add up. Um, but you got but, Nick Cage saying, I mean, it. it's whatever. It, like, mm-hmm. who cares? You know, like I'm fine with it. I'm Here's totally, another thing. You put Nick Cage against Sean Bean. You can't go wrong. I, I know. You can't miss with that lineup. Well, let's talk about Nick Cage for a second. Because Nick Cage is an interesting Give it to actor. Him. I mean, yep. he is kind of crazy, right? Like, that's just <laughs> a thing. You don't know. Are you talking about that one movie where he gets yeah. attacked by the Bulls? Wicker Man? Yeah, or the Wicker like Man. That? That's, yeah, yeah, correct. Um, but Nick Cage is great. Uh, big face. Don't you think? It's like, it's kind of <laughs> like... <laughs> Nick, <laughs> Nick Cage has a big face. He does, man. What's up, Brownie? He seems like when you're creating like it's your just, own player on like an NBA or NFL yeah, game. Yeah, and you kind of crank can it just, up. Like, it's like you just can, mm-hmm. you just put the percentage up on Longate the length or the something face, like that. Yeah. Stretch you elongate it out a little the bit. That's kind of the look that he has. Um, that's why you know, he's great for, for movies, though. His head takes up so much of it. Exactly, yeah. He then really, you don't have to worry about the background. Really takes up the frame. You know who he kind of looks like is Lord Farquaad in, uh, in Trek. He kind of does. Mean, it's just I the mean, same idea. Same kind of, it's the same idea. Same yeah. molding. And it's, and it's like, you know, I'm not a female. Um, Lord Farquaad. I'm not... So I don't know if Nick Cage is technically good looking. To me, he doesn't. I do. He doesn't strike me as as great looking. I think he's a good looking he's, guy. He's Nick Cage. Well, he's interesting looking, right? He stands out. He's interesting. If he walks into a room, people are like, "Who's that guy?" Oh, that that, that I guy. Think that's what it comes down to. No matter what, he is. If you find something. somebody interesting, they're interesting. Well, because that's like walked into a bar, you're like, I'm sure a majority of you know people that would be into him, the girls and you know whoever. Um, right. I'm sure they'd see him and be like, wow, that guy's interesting. That's, well, know, that's, that's why you wear can't like, help it. He's Nick Cage. That's why you wear a bright shirt or something like that to a bar on Friday night is that you're peacocking. You're trying to stand out. Peacocking. Nick's, yep. Nick Cage's face does all the work for him already. It's, he's already peacocking by just He's already existing. peacocking a lot. Yeah. yeah. But he's had an interesting career. So, like, he did Raising yes, Arizona, we can agree. and we can that was, like, that. a fantastic performance. Did he get an Oscar for that? 
He's I don't nominated. know. He has an Oscar. I can't remember if he won it or not. Either he's way, got an Oscar Meyer. Yeah, but you know he emerges, and <laughs> I don't really. Joke. He's got like leaving Las Vegas, but whatever. What are your favorite Nick Cage movies, though? Like, what do you think of when you think of Nick Cage? Con Air. Yeah, because that's those like Con Air is such a weird movie, man, and he plays it such a weird. strange character in Con Air. Like he is bizarre. He just plays like such a uh, kind of like yokel. You know what I mean? He does. Yeah. He's very Southern and he's got that Southern drawl and not very descriptive on anything that he's, he just, not very much humor in him either. No. He's an interesting performer. Gone in 60 seconds. Gone in 60 seconds is good. The Rock, pretty classic. Yeah. Face Off. Ooh, I haven't seen Face Off in a long time. Well, dude, look, he has Face Off and Con Air in the same year. The Rock was 96 the year before, and Jeez. City of Angels in 98. Remember City oh, of Angels? Oh, he's hitting it hard. He's hitting it hard. City of Angels, the guy with the, uh, the angel from NYPD Blue. <laughs> the best. I don't remember. I don't remember that. How's your wife, huh? That's one, another one of those moments. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, shoot, you don't remember that? Oh, man. Oh. No, no, we've gone over this before. It's on. The, we've done this on a podcast. I can't remember which one. But you remember Die Hard Two, the guy that John McClane fires at, and he goes, and he like is surprised. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that guy. It's is that an, guy. He's okay. An angel Thank you. In, it always just takes a little direction. And also, the movie was uh, it's centered around the song "Iris" by Goo Goo Dolls. Very fun. Uh, Family Man. Thoughts? I love the Family Man. That movie is amazing. I don't remember it. It's very good. Uh, Weather Man. Weatherman, it's fine. Wind Talkers. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I that one's it. not bad. I hate it because Wind Talkers is telling such a good story of like the Navajo code speakers in the Pacific Theater of War, and it's not a good movie. It sucks. It's it's just not very good. You know? That one or We Were Soldiers. Oh, We Were Soldiers. I actually really like We Were Soldiers. We Were Soldiers is great. I can't remember who directed that. It's somebody good, but Mel Gibson is my favorite actor always so. good yeah <laughs> i mean tom hardy's mine but then after i'm trying to see here because after national treasure ooh, matchstick man that's another good one after national treasure he doesn't have much he has like the weatherman which a lot of people really like and i think is a good movie but it wasn't like a success by any means it's yeah. not like you know it made a ton of money or is remembered it was by partly cloudy for me hey uh lord of war people think is good and then world trade center another good story not a great movie uh, Not the best movie, yeah. But then he gets into like the Wicker Man, Ghost Rider. He got into really weird next, stuff. Next, yeah. Bangkok Dangerous, Knowing. Oh, oh <laughs> I man. mean, these are some stinkers here, you guys. Uh, but then he has Kick Ass. Next, he was good in Kick Ass. Kick Ass really is good. good. Sorcerer's and Apprentice. And it's because he wasn't the the main. He yeah, exactly. He finally was a backup, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're like, oh wow, that's Nicolas Cage, and he does such a good job at his role. And you're excited to see Nicolas Cage again because he's yeah. kind of fallen back a little. It's bit. not like a Nicolas Cage headlining movie like Next or whatever those are, and you're like, oh, another one of these. Well, I think that, that last one sucked. I think that th- <laughs> <You> that's <know? laughs> yeah, exactly, and I think that that's a big thing is that at some point you kind of kind of be like, you can't really be. The main the star guy and everyone because you're like into your 50s and so you have to play an older guy you can't and, you run know. as well anymore nick yeah you can't run you anymore. never could run that well to begin with cage him in you know cage that cage, nick <laughs> yeah but just in the nick of time kick ass comes out and he snags an interesting performance uh goes back to sorcerer's apprentice touch of the devil there and <laughs> the gun 
And it was ah! what is he saying? Oh, What's man. it called? I can't remember what the word is that he's looking for. Dude, kick ass is great. Um, but the thing is, is that I don't think that he's been as successful later in his career because he doesn't again, it kind of goes to his face. I just don't know if he like can be a normal older guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you can't yeah, he's take always him, just Nicolas Cage. You can't take him that serious. They did it in something. I know it's coming up here. I'm I'm scrolling through his stuff. What was it? Oh no. No, it was Snowden. That's what it was. Okay. Snowden, he was like um he was an older CIA agent and he was kind of trying to play he was you know, he's just another guy, but he was giving Put the gun into kryptonite. Sorry, it took me a long time to See, I didn't. No, I was trying Kryptonite! to. That's what I was thinking it was, but I didn't understand if they were actually like if that was a code Take name cover, for something child. or if it was just something. It's just sounded a setting like. on the gun. Remember, it's a setting on the gun that they because just, then everything goes dark. Kind of, it's like bing, 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 bing. it's like the blue they must, light. They must have just called it kryptonite. Like that would really mess somebody up. They'd be their kryptonite, yeah. maybe. Um, anyway, Sorry. he was fine. In, he was fine at Snowden, though. It was an interesting. Yeah. It was an interesting performance, and I was like, oh, okay, I buy this. But anyway, I don't think he just fits into the older role as much. Yeah. You know, not, 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 not that gonna well. be seeing him in a lot of We're stuff. We're trying to find his niche again. Yeah. Cause he found that niche for a while and he's yeah. doing great. He's a leading man. I mean, you know? yeah, he's, he's a cares about his younger brother. I mean, but the thing good is at that the thing is, is that he also is in a lot. Like he's done so much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, he has, well, I mean, credits to his name. <laughs> I mean, and uh, most of them are movies. To, They're not what like better way to, uh, you know, get a hit than to just oversaturate <laughs> the market. <laughs> Take everything that you possibly can. Yeah. It's quantity over quality and give, with Nick and Cage. give your all yeah. into every role. <laughs> <laughs> the <bitch. laughs> just freaking out. Yeah. Same with like Gone in 60 Seconds. He has these scenes in it that are just like, gosh, man, that guy just really, really goes for it. Angelina Jolie in Gone in 60 Seconds. Good stuff. How about that? Crazy uh, hair, you know? Yeah. yeah we're a guy I know. Yeah. It's interesting. No, they but didn't. anyway, Nicolas Cage, <laughs> I mean, he's just, he's shooting spit wads and seeing what sticks, you know? He's just throwing everything that he can at anything. And but just, thank the Lord, one's stuck on National Treasure. National Treasure. It's, it's amazing, man. Yeah. Um, any other talk about National Treasure before we dive in? We've got Sean Bean. Sean Bean's back. He's pretty much. He's just an incredible bad guy. He he's just always is. He's the best. He's great. He's playing the same role that he did he in Gold Knight. He should be the next so. Bond villain. If they casted Sean Bean as the next freaking Bond villain, I would be so excited. Well, he was in Gold Oh, he was in Gold yeah. What am I doing? Well, no, I mean, but it's a good point because he's playing the exact same role that he did in Golden <laughs> He's like, he he's is. like the guy that he trusted. And then halfway, not even halfway, it's like five minutes into this movie. Five minutes. He turns in. on him. Right. That and then he's just suddenly piece. really a bad guy. And you're like, oh, yeah. geez. Really? See, he's, yeah, he has a weird thing, a weird complex in this movie, because he just, just, he does just go super bad. It's really and asking you, really you to understand go along his with motives. It. Yeah, you're like, yeah, okay, I guess. Okay, he's going to kill everybody now, buddy. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, well, let's just blow these two up. Shoot blow Riley, this person that you, it's just kind of like, gee, do you need to kill everybody? Just seems okay, Mr. Bean. I mean, Mr. Bean, you forgot your pork chop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good reference. What is that? Simpsons. Christmas episode. Simpsons. Roasting on an open fire. Yep. 
Uh, I like Sean Bean though. Uh, other people to note: Diane Kruger. Yeah, she's great. You like her? Uh, she plays Helen of Troy in uh, the movie Troy, and she's also David thinks that this is this is one of David's biggest crushes, Diane Kruger. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I just don't agree. She was Helen of Troy. I mean, like that. She was cast. They could have cast anybody as Helen of Troy. No, you can't because you wouldn't go along with everybody. Everybody saw her. Okay, Helen of Troy is supposedly the most beautiful woman that's it's ever existed. <laughs> She's the most beautiful, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> She's the most beautiful woman that has ever existed, right? Okay. That's what they say. Yeah. And Diane Kruger came on the screen, and everybody that saw Troy sat in that theater and immediately went, sure. No, <laughs> everybody was fine I with it. I didn't. That was everybody. As an Not entire, me. like all of us in the audience went, it's fine <laughs> it's with all me. Of us. Yeah, I accept yeah. that. If that's what Damn. we all decided on, nobody would really bat an eye about it. But she's also really good in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, she's good. No, she's a good actress. Yeah, I just don't know. Yeah, a lot of swearing on the podcast because we're mentioning multiple movies that have uh, swear words in the title. So it's fun. Yeah. That has, yeah, it's a nice, yeah. yeah. It's a Kick ass, Santa Glorious Bastards. <laughs> Make sure to bleep all those out for me, Dan. Scooting around. <laughs> yep. But um, I can't think of anything else that she's in that uh, offhand. Justin yeah. Bartha, main guy in Hangover. Actually, not the main guy. He's probably the fourth lead because he gets left on the roof the whole time. And then they do it to him in the following movies. I didn't see Hangover 3. But I didn't I'm either. Assuming, I don't even remember Hangover I'm 2. I'm assuming that's what happens. I don't really remember Hangover I 2. I watched either. Hangover 1 like two days ago. It was excellent. Hangover one's great. Yeah, no, yeah, I they seen just, it in a while. And they just did bit it for too long. And the guy that directed the Joker. Boom, there you go. Um, no, no, I watched that movie last night, The Nun. Oh, I had some it students tell me that that was fun. Wasn't that good? Not no, it good. wasn't. It wasn't as good. It was scary. Who's in there the was nun? Definitely some jumping. I don't even know any of it. You know, like the main people from what are the movies that it's doing it from? You know. I don't know. Like the, there's the movies. Oh, the Conjuring. The, yeah, the Conjuring movies, and there's the two people, and they have like the house yeah. or whatever. They have like the room of all the stuff they've gotten. So it's kind of telling the story of like the wife, but when she's younger, and they go to this like oh, or is, is it all connected? Haunted. Then? Yeah, it's oh. all connected, but interesting. It was just kind of I don't know, a little weird. None, none for, your business. None for him. <laughs> oh, there you have it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, I, okay. So, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to mention. Oh, we should talk about the director of this movie real quick before we get started as well. Now we already did a little bit. Turtle Top? Turtle Tape? I guess we kind of mentioned him. John Turtle Top, uh, you didn't realize that he is, he's not your favorite director, but he's done one movie that you really liked and a couple movies that you thought were pretty fun. Surf Ninjas? Surf Ninjas. No, no, no. He did three ninjas, not surf ninjas. Oh, dang. Three yeah, ninjas. I, I can't believe that. I mean, that was like his first. No, he did. He did two movies before that, but three ninjas. Rocky loves Emily. Emily. Rocky loves. It's great, man. And Colt is by far the best character in that movie. So. Yeah, but I always had to be Tum Tum because you wanted to be Colt. No, I always wanted Rocky. To, no, no, no. I wanted to be Rocky. You wanted to be it's Rocky only so as I an could adult be that I realized that Colt is. Colt is great. The better character. Yeah. He's a better character. No, and his favorite color is blue, like mine was. And well, Rocky's favorite color was green, which was like yours thing. was. Yeah. And Katie's favorite color was pink, I think. And so we just made her be Tum Tum. We made her be Tum Tum. Yeah. God, we're the worst brothers. Well, you know, 
What can you do? What can you do? There's only a couple characters. <laughs> there's Aragon, Legolas, and there's there's Gimli. There's Gimli. <laughs> That's just what happens. We dibs it because we were the one watching we it first. We dibs it quick. You got to dibs these things quick, man. Yeah. Um. So anyway, he makes those, and then he does Phenomenon. You remember that one, John Travolta? Yeah, I do. Re- I do remember <laughs> Phenomenon. Anyway, he yeah. doesn't. He doesn't have that much anymore. But he made a couple of fun movies. So. But I think that's all I have. That's all I have. The guy that did the music also did remember the Titans. <laughs> Gotta keep going I called through. that the other that night. Was that was amazing. It was amazing. It was within the first little bit. I was like, I guarantee you whoever does this did remember the Titans. Because it sounds eerily similar. It is. It's very similar. Trevor, Trevor Rabin. He also did some of the music for Deep Blue Sea, The Guardian, whatever. We don't need to go through his whole filmography here. But Peter Rabbit. I don't know. Trevor. Oh, Trevor I don't Rabin. Carrot doesn't bother me. Mm. I can't let us anything. keep going. Let us keep going. This movie starts out and it has like the most epic historical montage ever. It's just montage. It's amazing though, man. It's so yep. good. It's so good. And it shows originally in Egypt. Um, there's the treasure, right? And it's like in the Temple of Solomon or something like that, I think is what it's supposed to be. And that was originally where the... You must not read from the book. Yeah. Yeah. And there was like a group of Masons. They wouldn't technically be Freemasons at that point. Yeah. But later on, um, it was said that they knew where the treasure was or something, or they figured out where it was, and that's how they ended up getting the treasure. Um, But anyway, it's pretty good stuff. Um, It's an amazing, amazing montage as they go yeah, through to Egypt no, and really all that is. stuff and then it goes does it skip straight over to like them coming over to the United States and it yeah. shows and then it yeah. shows the American Revolution blah blah and yeah I'm getting it mixed up with the uh, montage at the beginning of X-Men Origins Wolverine for some reason in my head but anyway it's understandable the score is killing it at that point mm-hmm. though love mm-hmm. the score in that scene and it's so yeah. good but then yeah. you cut and it shows little Nicky Cage Sitting there in his Nick attic. Cage. And who do you have but Christopher Plummer? Christopher Plummer. Captain Von Trapp the plumber. himself. <laughs> the pipes are broken up here. We need a plumber. Somebody call that plumber. We need him. And he's going to sing you a story that's awesome about American history. And he does. He's great, man. His name's John Adams. What's the last? Gates. That's his name in the movie. John Adams Gates. Oh, great. I love that. Because <laughs> isn't his name Benjamin Franklin Gates? Something. Yeah. Yeah. Nicholas Cage, Benjamin Franklin Gates. It's great. John man. Voight is Patrick Gates. John Patrick? Oh, okay. Uh, you know, yeah. they didn't know, they were thinking that they needed some advice from an older gentleman. They didn't realize that they were going to get some Adelweiss. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Sorry. Sound of Music hey, joke just to get those Christopher, Flum, Christopher Plummer bits in. But he's only in it for a moment and it's great. But you see that John. Uh, not John Adams Gates, but uh, what's he? What's the dad? Benjamin name? Franklin. Oh, Patrick Gates. Patrick Gates. Patty John Gates. <laughs> he uh, is not a fan of this anymore. He thinks that he's wasted his life. And here's my one concern with this movie: is that he says that they have wasted their life, like searching for we're wasting this our time treasure, right? Mm-hmm. And that it's just going to lead to another clue, another clue, and all that sort of stuff. But wasn't the original Gates guy that Benjamin Franklin or was it Benjamin Franklin that gave him the clue that the truth lies or the secret lies with Charlotte? Yeah, That's something the like that. the only yeah. clue yeah. that they got. Yeah. As if like 
you know, how are you wasting your time so much to look, trying to figure this thing out? You've only had one clue. I know. You know? And you just never will to figure out. But then I mean, they find it. They, they find do. Charlotte. And they do find the really Charlotte. Really easy. Yeah. Very conveniently. He no, literally like walks up to a rough. pile of snow and just shakes off a top layer of snow and it just says Charlotte. Oh, like, oh yeah. Well, they found it. Yeah, because they use Riley. Riley figured out where it might this be. This movie's dumb. It's so good. <laughs> please, please don't disagree with me on this one. I no, love this movie. no, Danny, don't, don't. <laughs> please love this Come movie. Come back. But, oh, yeah, that part's ridiculous. He, like, walks up and he just, like, wipes off some snow and it's like, Charlotte. And you're like, jeez. Uh-huh. Yikes. Had to be, like, an 80-foot vessel. <laughs> it just, like, <laughs> the one part that he sees. Oh, I found it. Oh, there it is. Great. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a little bit. And then they have a little battle. Sean Bean goes bad. Oh, I know. And it's like they get What's down the next there. clue? They get the next clue, and then he's like, something, something. Well, that's Where okay. Where they go from there? But it seems like Ben was not being very honest about this whole scenario, because Sean Bean's character, what's his name? What's Sean Bean's character's name? Uh, uh, Ian Howe. Ian, yeah. Ian Ho, Howe, something like that. Whatever. Ian, he's like, I thought you said that the treasure was going to be at Charlotte, and he said, no, I said that that... It might be. The secret lies with Charlotte. It might be a Charlotte. And we could find it if we found Charlotte. But, you know, if you were Ian, you'd... It would take the regular song. Wouldn't you kind of be rightfully pissed? It would betray us. <laughs> yeah. You would. You'd be like, he betrayed us. He did not tell us that this that was going to be cool. like... But also at the same time, how would Nick Cage know? Because he's been sitting on the same clue for, you know, like 240 years. So... <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's like, you wouldn't know. Um, He's like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where it is, man. Uh, so, any, anywho. Uh, but then, Sean Bean just wants to kill him. And he's straight up. He's out for blood. He's thirsty. Yeah. And he's like, well, we got, we got what we need. And why would he think that he's going to be successful? You know, he's like, oh, the secret's going to be on the Declaration of Independence. Oh, good. Yeah, I'll just go steal that. Steal that. I'll kill you because you're the only person that probably is willing to go along with this whole thing. And you're the only person that probably has the depth of knowledge to figure this stuff out anyway. It's like, oh, great. Good plan. Great. But I mean, I, I get, it makes sense because he We just spent seven that, nights together having a great time. Told you all my secrets. Didn't they seem? You know, consider you my best friend. Yeah, right. Thanks it seems like they were really close. It's like, what's like, the Ian, motive there? We played poker together. You know, I can't lie or something like that. Like, played poker together. You must be good buddies. Poker? Seems, I hardly even know her. <laughs> seems like there's a deeper relationship with these guys, though. That's what I want to know. just want to know how yeah, long maybe. they've been friends. They go to college together? Spinoff. Roommates? Dormies? Roommates. Could have been. I don't know. Homecoming. But uh, anything else in that scene you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about next? Where are we going? I mean, whatever. I mean, they that the whole ship blows up. It's a cool set piece. Very big explosion. Who knows how they get out of there? Very real. Seems like they went deeper into the ship. But. Something happened. Yeah, they get out of there though, yeah. and then then they're back in America. Back to America, and, and they go back to America. They back go to try seat. to tell everybody <laughs> that Capitan. Um, <laughs> they go rush hour two. Just never <laughs> never fails to worm its way yeah. into our conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, but they go back Snoopy, to America Snoopy. and they try to tell the FBI, the CIA, the Department of Homeland Security. All Hello, the, anybody, listen. Yeah, they're trying to tell everybody that somebody's going to try to steal the Declaration of Independence. And why? Uh, yeah, right. And at the same time, you're kind of like, makes sense. 
they probably would listen this to guy kind of looks crazy yeah and he's with a little dweeb <laughs> exactly why don't you hire somebody other than nicholas cage to tell you that because yeah. he walks into a room and you're like i don't know okay this guy might be crazy <laughs> this might be a bit much for us but it's very fun they're trying and to they meet out. helen of but Troy. then they meet helen you Abigail like Franken Kruger. Helen, you look like a Helen. Let me tell you why. Let me check. <laughs> yep. We're out. Yep. It's not going to get stolen. And she yep. looks and, and she goes, is that where, uh, is that what Bigfoot told you or something like that? Um, it's a cute oh, scene. Yeah. I think it's a nice scene of but them But then Nick kind of gets upset. He kind of gets a little, he's just like. He's clearly geez. miffed by this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Nice work, yeah. But it's it's a cute scene. Uh, you this is this is the like. There's so many moments in this movie where you just have to totally go along with it because one of the biggest reasons that she even starts to like him is because she's missing one of the original George Washington Washington buttons. buttons. <laughs> and and he, he's like, oh, he's all, I have oh, that. I happen pocket. to have the one out of the eight that you don't have. It's like, jeez. How many how many George Washington campaign buttons are floating around out there? I have one, I think, somewhere around here. Oh, yeah. It's a pog. <laughs> oh, it's just a pog. Oh, it's just a pog. <laughs> it says George Washington. It's a Washington, D.C. pog. That is a picture of George Washington with the sunglasses it's, on. It's a pog for the state of Washington. <laughs> it's not even Washington, D.C. How did you even play pogs? I, I never really understood it. I was too young and I was just I like, actually didn't know how to, I didn't know how to play pogs until because I just collected them. I don't think that I ever even played them. That's, um, yeah. But what you do is that you dump all the pogs out and you would like wager your pogs and you, somebody else would take a slammer and they would hit your pogs. And the ones that turned over, either face up or face down, I can't remember which is which, but they got to keep. And so then, like, you would both do that to each other's pogs, and then, like, you would steal each other's pogs in that way. And it was kind of, like, fun because you'd look and see, like, who was, like, who's risking what pogs, you know? It's like you'd have your blazers pogs or something, and you'd be like, ooh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to lose those, so. Thank the Lord for Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon is far superior. Pogs was mm-hmm. kind of dumb, actually. But hey, we all got suckered into it, and Mom we and Dad all did had to it. spend a lot of money on it. Um, little cardboard pieces. Yeah. But, I mean, then, then at this point, so they have that moment, and she pretty much turns them away, but, you know, she kind of gives that air. She gives the smirk she gives of like, a little mm, look after I kind of like, like that guy, That though. guy looks crazy, but he's kind of That guy looks interesting. At the same yeah, time. Yeah, he's kind of hot. Yeah. And then they leave. His face is kind of huge. Face is kind of big. Is pretty odd. But then they go look at the Declaration of Independence, and that's where Nick Cage delivers the big line, right? I'm going to steal it. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Which is tight. It's very cool. Uh huh. It's yeah. a good line. Riley's just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh no, what's happening? The entire and then movie. he goes and tries to convince him that they shouldn't steal it by explaining all the safety protocols that have to be gone through to get to the Declaration of Independence and how impossible it is to steal. And he's like, oh, which well, is like you know. a lot of information for them just to like be like in public archives. I was kind of. Like, really? Would that all just be, like, public information? Yeah, Riley's a hacker. That's true. Maybe he did just, all like, right. find all that. Boys do know how to hack But it them. seemed like he was, like, getting it from that library that they're in. Um, mm-hmm. The thing is, is that 
Oh yeah, and then so then Nick Cage goes like, "Oh no, it's all good. I figured out like the perfect way to do it." There's no, it's like, tie, bro. I got this. Don't worry <laughs> about put it. Put it in this other. We're gonna put it in this room to be. It's uh, chilling. Like, I got expected it. and stuff on this certain night, and it's like a night where it's like, what was it like the. The gala of something. Some gala, a big some anniversary thing, of something. Some I can't wedding, remember. Wedding, some who's he, you know, It's fairy dust. Um, fairy dust, yeah. But at that, in my head, I was like, why would there be a replica during that gala? You know, it seemed like it was a fairly big deal. Why wouldn't you just have the Declaration of Independence? Like, yeah, too many people, security. Too many might people. Be the night that There's some... like freaking school field trips going there every day. <laughs> like, what's more dangerous? I don't know. Why would I don't? Why would the general public? Well, usually it's just on display, and there's a lot of cameras, a lot of security around. They can just look at it. Once you just look at it, but then during this thing, there's a ton of people. Everybody's walking around. Too many faces. Somebody could slip in there. People and drinking do something. They also already <laughs> suspect, probably, that it's going to get stolen because of Nicolas Cage's loud, you know, loud mouth or whatever. I don't think anybody so. followed that tip. That's true. I don't think that's anybody. what she said. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right down the time, cut that out. <laughs> um, also, we kind of skipped over the clue. Um, I can't remember exactly how it comes about, but you have the little flute or whatever, and there's something that says. Uh, written in iron pen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mr. Matlock can of pen. pen and Mr. Matt and uh, whatever Matlock. I can't remember what the guy's first name Matheson. was. Matheson, but he Matheson. Pineapple <laughs> But he I was did. the official scribe for the uh, Continental Congress, which in you know July fourth, seventeen seventy six, the Declaration mm-hmm. of Independence was finally signed by everybody, which is very nice. Um, July second was very clever. Presented. But anyway, um, it's cool. Very cool, and I like that that whole little speech that Nicolas Cage does, you know, like it was written. It's not describing the type of pen. It's describing what was written. It was iron. It was solid. It was resolute, you know. Boom, pow. It's good stuff. It's very, very fun stuff. Again, playing on the nostalgia that we have as Americans for the history of our country. Very exciting stuff. But then... Uh, they start to formulate their plan as to stealing the Declaration of Independence, and they kind of just walk through it very slowly, and then they pretty much mm-hmm. just dive straight into stealing the Declaration they just do it, of Independence. And then he's there, and you and see then he kind of gives away what he's going to do to Helen of Troy. There's like a quick mo- montage, and you see Ian doing the same thing, but then he just a he goes in through like a back entrance as just like. A ma- like a mop, yeah, maintenance he's custodian like a guy. maintenance guy that's just like walking in. He's like, oh, yeah, here's my tool belt. That's all you need to expect. You don't need to see an ID or anything, right? I'm good yeah. to go. I'm clear. We're good. So mm. strange. It's like, why would you just let this guy in? But either way, he gets in, and it works out. And then he proceeds to just get the prince from the glass because he talks to Helen of Troy and says basically exactly what he's going to do. He's just like, some men don't. Blah, blah, blah. There's a reason why. Like, just out in the open, he says something, just like basically saying, I'm here to steal. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. He pretty much like puts a like sign on his chest that says, like, I'm going to go steal it right now uh-huh. after I leave here. And she's like, wait a minute. But he does have that funny because he's talking about how, you know, to do because the men that, you know, put this into existence had. Uh, they did what was necessary, did whatever, you know, what was considered to be wrong, but what Uh they considered to be necessary. Right. And that if they would have, um, 
he, he ends it with that, but then he says, because everybody by doing this, because that was, you know, something that did happen is that, um, you know, it had these guys, had the British won the war, all those guys that signed the Declaration of Independence would have been hung and their entrails burned, right, is what Nicholas oh, Cage yeah. says. Which, yeah, that's I mean, his... Come on, he's just... He's getting away from it a little bit there, but it's that's a fun the line. Scene. It's a fun line. Uh, so, anyway, moving on. The, then he goes to steal the Declaration of Independence, which is a fantastic scene. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And, they, you know, the whole... All the different... Action shots that they get. I was watching something to where when he has it in his hands and Sean Bean comes out and he's like, shoot him. And they shoot him like it's actual, like they actually shot something at it, you know, probably yeah. wasn't a bullet, but it was some sort of, like, I don't know, something. Paintball gun. Um, yeah, but it just really, not a paintball gun, probably. Potato Tim shooter. 98 extended barrel. <laughs> Flatline. Uh, Flatline. Um, but uh, yeah, I enjoy all that. I think it's great. But then Sean Bean gets down there and he's like, you kidding what? me? <laughs> he's stealing oh, it. Oh, come on. This guy's he's stealing here, it before me literally seconds. And they get in so easy. Like Nicolas Cage, they're all so stealthy and they get in. Yeah. Sean Bean's just like, we're going to cut through the cement and just walk in with guns. Right. Yeah. No, exactly. It's like, I do, I do like that that Shaw is the guy's name that he just Shaw. shoots at him and he like literally shoots the Declaration of Independence. It's like, geez. Have, Don't do that. Have you no respect, man? How did you know that that was bulletproof How glass? How dare you? I guess you, one could assume. Probably would. But still, what if you put a bullet hole in the Declaration of Independence? You'd go to jail for the rest of your life, probably. Might as well just execute that person. Like, yeah. we'd all be fine with it. You'd be like, you put a bullet hole in Put him in the chair of cheer. <laughs> the cheermeister. <laughs> nice little Grinch reference there. Very nice. Um, also, Valley Forge reference. Very nice. Where Washington has Forge the troops during oh, winter. I remember that. What's the, what's the password? He's like, it's Valley, Valley Forge. Forge. Our dad got that in theaters, you were saying. <laughs> you type the, press the L and the E twice. <laughs> Say only E twice. Valley Forge. Like, what's your Nicolas Cage impression? It's a tough one, you know? Nicolas Cage. Really? Nicholas. Valley Forge. <laughs> Valley Forge. It's Valley Forge. Valley Forge. Yeah, you got it. It's, like it's tough. Valley kinda. Forge. It's like he pronounces his R's a little bit weird. It's Valley Forge. Like, what are you doing? Hey, what, what do you, you think you're doing there? What men knew, they're doing what they thought to be, what everybody thought to be wrong, but they knew. Yeah, doing it well. Right. No, it's no good. No. no, I thought I was onto something there. Sorry, I'm gonna stop you there. That's fine. That's fine. It wasn't that good. It's that's that's me on my drive home from work. It was almost kind of grossing me out. <laughs> like I kind of feel sick now. It's like honestly the type of stuff I do when I'm by myself. Oh, though is I'll be like, like Ford. What, what does Nicholas Cage sound like? What do I Valley sound Ford. like? My Nicholas Cage. What do I sound like? Yeah, it's like I kind of start to sound like I don't even know how to how to use like the consonants any words. words. Yep, it's just a stream of vowels with like a little bit of consonant oh, in between uh, there. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, but he steals it, and then great bit when he goes to the gift shop and he has to buy it twice because oh. he's got the real declaration. I don't know about that. You don't like that. <laughs> Why wouldn't you know about that? It's a good scene. It's cute. <laughs> I don't know why I was doing the Wolf of Wall Street. He's oh. like, no. In the court of law, <laughs> oh, yeah. You have to specify kind of dollar, dollar amount. amount. Exchange yeah. for services. I don't, um, I don't know. But it's a great scene. The lady at the, you know, the 
desk that's the cashier scaring us she yep, does she, a good job we accept credit cards you know it's a good scene mm-hmm. love it uh i just think it's very clever that he had to buy it twice you know what i mm-hmm. mean because he's just got the real and one. then it makes for a good is there we getting what happened there switch. so he had the actual declaration of independence we on get it it's very <laughs> obvious to see what happened there david it's very clear what happened uh but he also ran his credit card so now he's in the system. Oopsie. Can't go home, buddy, can you? Can't go anywhere now, buddy. Yeah. That's the dumbest thing he could have done. Right. But then I guess he had to, though. He, yeah, he had no choice. He wasn't going to be able to walk out of there. Never had a choice. Smart call to pick up a second one, though. But he goes outside, and obviously, Diane Kruger comes Bean. chasing after him because uh-huh. she knows that he went and stole the Declaration of Independence because he was an uh-huh. idiot about it. It's like, had he just said... You know, like, uh, I have a lot of respect for the guys that wrote the Declaration of Independence because... Yeah, uh, and here's this button. They were doing a crazy thing at the time. Good to see you. Yeah. It's really cool. Let's go out sometime. I'm a nice guy. I'm not a threat, you know, whatsoever. But instead, he's like, hi, I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, geez, just cool it, man. Just act like you're there. Cool it. Right? Yeah. I made a sizable donation, right? He donated. Uh-huh. Donated the button. Pushing her buttons, you know what I mean? Oh, hey But um, then there's a chase scene. Very nice chase scene. Apparently, Diane Kruger gets yep, a lot of swing and doors. So, wow. Yeah, pretty good. Oh, she's so great. Wow. Pretty good, buddy. Wow. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, and then Sean Bean, there's no end to how evil he actually is. As soon as he has the document from her hand, he goes, You can get rid of her. Just kill the you can girl. Get rid of her. You can kill her. Kill the spare. You know? I mean, it's just Cedric. <laughs> Take my body back. <laughs> <laughs> We've already done that too much. Ugh, Ugh, so so many Harry Potter jokes. But mm-hmm. uh Don't kill Cedric. Cedric, give away from So good. So then they sweet. get away and they go to John Voigt's house. And they We're go to John Voigt's house. Patrick Gates. And this Residence, is something that you father the, father the father we actually watched this movie together which doesn't happen very often that we get to watch a movie together um mm-hmm. and you made a good point because this movie does need john voight it not does. the whole time no but you sprinkle a little bit of john voight on the plot it's probably here. like kick-ass needs nicholas cage just a little and it helps it out so much because mm-hmm. in this scene he's so good i love yeah. john voight like you john voight is a good actor uh-huh, I he think really that is. he is a pretty good actor. His Argentinian, Argentinian, Argentinian accent is not so great in Anaconda, but other than that, he's pretty it's good. It's not even an accent. He sucks at it's it. It's bad. Glory Road, though, he's pretty good. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Go make me a prophet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love Glory Road, man. That movie's awesome. I want to win, put Booby in. Same guy. Lights. Lucas Hedge, maybe? What, Peter Berg? Oh, same actor, sorry. Yeah, the actor that plays... He's talking uh, about the director, I was like... Huh? Plays uh, the point guard in Glory Road, and he also... He's also in 13 Miles. Reasons Why. He is. He's the counselor in 13 Reasons Why. There's something else that he's in. He's in a couple things. He's so good, though. You know what he's in? He's in Captain America, the first one. Oh, yeah, he's he in, is. He's in the squad. He's part of the band of cronies. Yeah. Yep. Which is a weird... It's also got Buck Compton from Band of Brothers. Yep, yep from Band of Brothers. Okay. It's good to see him again. I know. Does anybody know what we're talking about? Probably not. Does anybody know I mean, these... All? I don't, the I don't know. I would have known all of Maybe. these. 
but I'm the one talking. So. Uh, well, you're the one talking about well, it. There's plenty of people that are just as knowledgeable about <laughs> movies as we are. Probably. Probably. Yeah. I mean, there's... Probably. I mean, there's, Okay. Okay. More know how to Boys do know how to tackle. Glory Road, my, <laughs> Glory Road, I know that movie better than most people, though, so... Yeah, maybe. not a lot of people know that one that well. Yeah. I like that movie. It's a fun one. It's kind of like Miracle. So, John Voight... Apparently he ordered some pizza. Likes pizza. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you catch that he ordered pizza? I don't know if they. It was really they made that it was obvious. A really enough. subtle plot point. Hey, yeah, it wasn't pizza. <laughs> it's in the fridge. I got pizza. Who we're wants pizza? Pasta. We're um, make pasta. We got pizza. Uh, so John Voight, he's hanging don't out. Don't tell a, my son what to do. <laughs> don't tell my son what to do. Jeez, James Con, freaking Elf. We're all over the place. And the thing is, is that these references are funny to you and I, but I don't know how anybody would keep up. Because they're so subtle. Don't tell me what to do. Like, would you know that that's James Conn from Elf? I don't know. I would. Well, I, I know, know a that you would. People that would. Ethan like, Ritter comedy. Shout out to that guy. He knows that. Ethan one. would know that. He would know that. Well, very well. Audience of one. We got him. He's good. We got him. Got him. Got him. Uh, we're gonna have Ethan on at some point. I never met him. So yeah, very soon. Good podcast. Very soon. What's his podcast called? Uh, Ritter me. Ritter me this. Ritter me this. <laughs> <laughs> Ritter me it's this. about a it's a thrilling tale about a boy in the Bronx. It's called Ritter Me Dis. <laughs> and uh, I've listened to a couple episodes though. It's very very entertaining. It's very funny. Very um, funny guys. Shout out. Yeah. But moving on, uh, so they go there and uh, they ask him for help, and you find out that he has a complicated relationship with his dad. Like that's never been used in a movie before. Oh yeah. yeah. But his dad is opposed to everything that he's doing because he thinks <laughs> daddy, he, daddy, 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 daddy. <laughs> Um, anything in the scene you want to talk about though it's it's a nice scene you know the lemon juice the lemon juice is fun uh the gloves on there is she pregnant line was kind of funny you know kind of funny it was cute and and let's let's stop for a minute and say riley has been pretty funny throughout this whole thing so far yeah he he has a lot of quippy little lines i can't remember them off the top of my head but he's funny his best lines are yet to come too yeah, his you know, yeah. like his moments are still coming, but he's still been pretty good. He has the Albuquerque snorkel. See, I can do it too. <laughs> when he had to be very beginning, I thought that that part was pretty funny. Um, Danny doesn't. He's nodding his head like he doesn't care. <laughs> I'm gonna tell my son. Yeah, <laughs> don't tell my kid what to do. Oh. Quiet. Stop quoting James Conn. At least quote Godfather or something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to point out, I think Riley's funny. I can't uh, remember any of his lines, Um, but people don't talk that way anymore. That's beautiful, huh? I have no idea what you said. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, no, it's not. It's Riley. I don't know. No, no, no. You were were right. I'm sorry. I interrupted. I'm fishing, but... um, yeah, he's funny. He's funny, and this is a good scene. They get the pizza. And they get, yeah, he gets some pizza. Uh, John Voight's doing some cleaning up, and it's all it's all a good time. So uh, I love. But then we got the cops hot on their trail, baby. Yeah, I mean, what do they find out at the from the thing? Because they need the silence do good letters in order. Because yeah. that's what they get off the back of. That's the, what they know. But they don't have the do good letters, so they have to go back and count something on something, or no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they need, so they uncover on the back of the Declaration of Independence a cipher. Or like there's a, there's a long code. And so mm-hmm. the, there's a long code on the back, and the silence do good letters are the cipher to 
you know, decipher that code. Getting right? that. Yeah. So, and he's like, oh yeah, my dad has the silence do good letters. Like my family actually has those, which is really nice. And so he's like, oh yeah, but I actually <clears throat> donated them to the Benjamin Franklin Institute in uh, Pennsylvania. And he's like, oh, oh there you have tight, it. Yeah. perfect. In Philadelphia, that's great. But luckily it's only like two hours away. So cool. So quick they fix. Go. And, and they can just closed. go there and do it. Uh, I feel like I had something else to point out there, but it's okay. I can just move on. They had this great Siberian tiger in place of a god dog. <laughs> That's the best. I managed to subdue the tiger with a can of mace, but the shopkeeper and his son were a whole different story altogether. We had to beat them to death with our own shoes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wayne's World. Ozzy went on. We had a great Played show. A great Sorry. Show. Um, uh, Wayne's World 2 reference as well. Uh, very fun. Man, I, I'm, just, I'm just angry. Just skip really, forward to the kid counting. I know. I'm sorry. The kid's counting. So the kid's I mean, counting yeah. looks exactly like the little kid from School of Rock. It does. Um, but then. It's not. No, it's not. But the kid's running up and. You know, pig, figuring out back and forth, trying to count, and, and they're giving him more money every time, yeah, you know, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and it's a cute scene. It's a cute scene. And Sean then, Bean's like, "Wait a minute, why is this kid counting stuff?" Right, right. And then I don't trust him. What does it say? Something in Stowe. Yeah, the secret is in something in Stowe. Yeah, which and leads them all, to the Liberty Bell, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Riley sees it on the back of the bus. But then all that Sean Bean had to hear was at least those two words, and then they just Google it. I mean, everything's so much easier on Sean Bean's side. They just look up those two words, something in Stowe. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's uh, the thing is that just immediately says Liberty Bell. The internet does exist <laughs> at this point, so like some yeah. of this stuff is you could figure it out fairly quickly. But something that I do love about this movie is like we haven't really talked about just like the character of Benjamin Gates at this point because he is such a good character because he's kind of like he's kind of quasi like Indiana Jones, don't you think? You know, mm-hmm. he's like a much less, he's a less violent version of Indiana Jones. Like he's yeah. just, he has such a like appreciation and heart and knowledge for this stuff. Yeah. He's just so well read and knowledgeable mm-hmm. about and American history. I wonder how like knowledgeable he is about American history for it's just like the revolutionary era. But regardless, he has like a true appreciation for all of this. And so as they uncover this stuff, like he doesn't really even have to like look anything up. He's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Liberty bell. Of course that, that yeah. has to be it. Um, and there's also that scene where Diane Kruger and him are getting changed next to each other because apparently urban outfitters mm, just allow yeah, same like sex yeah. people <laughs> or I mean, not same sex, yeah. but, uh, you know, different genders to change next to each other with very yeah. little wall in between them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, anyway, it's a cute scene. You know, people you like that scene. People I don't really talk like that it. anymore. Love it. It's great. And her little, and her foot bounces a little bit, you know? I know you pointed that out to me when we watched. And it. there's like a little acoustic. Didn't guitar. care then. Don't care now. <laughs> I know it's. Tell me something, girl. It's great. Are you ready to change this shirt? shirt. Um, but then they find. Oh, and so then, then also they figure out that oh, it's a Liberty Bell, and um. Yeah, it sucks that I can't remember exactly what all the clues specifically are. Yeah, but there's a dollar bill. Well, they're supposed to go to like, the Liberty well, Bell, there's a and bill. he's like, oh, and something about light, 
Like the light will reveal it at the Liberty Bell or something. Dang it. I don't want to. I mean, I don't care. Just go get on with it. You don't care about any of this. But no, it's interesting because he figures that out and he says, like, oh, what time would we have to be there? There's a specific time. And he and goes, on the oh, you're going to love bill. this because let me, can I see one of those $100 bills that I gave you that I purchased this with? And she goes, no. And so then he gives a watch. And anyway, looks at the $100 bill and the Liberty Bell is on the back and there's a specific time on the clock on the Liberty Bell, right? And it's great. It's already past that time, but then Riley's like, wait. You didn't know this? You didn't know this? Daylight savings wasn't invented then. And so it's actually at this time. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, actually, who invented daylight savings? And they're both like, Benjamin Franklin. Who was the one that had the original and- idea for daylight savings? And they go, Benjamin Franklin, which apparently it was not goes, Benjamin Dang Franklin. It. That's just not true. Um, Dummy. Yeah. But um, also... One other thing is that that is incorrect um, because they had to replace uh, part of like the clock tower or something like that. And so the photo, like the, the clock tower that they used on the $100 bill would not actually be affected by daylight savings. That was just oh, inconsistency wow. yeah. that I saw. But I mean, you know, whatever. That's It's small. Yeah, who cares? I'm, I'm fine with going along with all of this. And I'm fine and with it. And if it's it. not factually accurate, then that's okay too. Uh, another thing is that I've actually, like, I just like was doing some reading about this <clears throat> and I was like, I stumbled across posts where history teachers were talking about how they've like shown this in their class as like an end of the year thing. And <laughs> I just want to go on the record. I teach American history. If you're showing national treasure, listen real close. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> there are so many movies that you could show in your Patriot. U.S. history class. Don't show National Treasure. It's fun. Encourage kids to watch it's it. It's good. It could yeah, cultivate a like movie. a passion for American history. Don't show it in class. It's There's nothing that... Get can... the permission slips out and watch Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> yeah, watch The Patriot. Watch freaking Miracle. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I mean, I just showed The Iron Giant last week because it's an amazing depiction of the 1950s. But National Treasure, I'm sorry. It's just not like accurate history and it's not necessary. I thought you liked it a lot. I love it. It's fantastic. I just don't think it should be used as an educational tool. Anyway, um, moving on. Pretty cool. Uh, But it is pretty cool. Pretty hot. And they head to Independence Hall at this point, right? So they go to the place where they're, you know, they're supposed to, right? And they're supposed Uh to go check out where the light falls on whatever brick and all that good stuff. And they got, they actually get to go up to the tower. Yeah. They go to the the bell tower. And the actors, because nobody actually gets to do that in real life. Right. So the actors actually got to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was watching something. I watched like the behind the scenes thing. I only watched it for like two minutes the other day. I watched the behind the scenes um, as well. You did, yeah, and, and all the actors say something like, "What's his name?" Riley's like, oh, "It was just so important to be there," or something like that. And then, uh, 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 what's her name says something. Helen of Troy says something as well. And then it just pans on them as they're walking around it. And Nicolas Cage goes, "This is rad." <laughs> I know, I saw that too. I was like, "What a weird guy." <laughs> That's what you have to say, Nick. What a weird guy. You're really not like this character in real life, are you, buddy? Yeah. That would be an amazing experience. I do also like the part where Sean Bean goes and looks at the actual Liberty Bell, and he's like, 
idiot. You know, like obviously, yeah. like when they were making these clues, it was actually up there. You know, um, I love the little parts like that where you're like, you have to think about what the context in which they were writing this stuff, right? And they were yeah. like yeah. trying to figure out all these clues. It's actually kind of a miracle that all the clues are intact, to be honest. Um, I know, but you know, hey. Beep, beep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, it. like, you know, turning it, into a Starbucks. It's like, did they know that that freaking like Independence Hall, where they, you know, they had the, um, where they, you know, wrote the Declaration of Independence or signed the Declaration of Independence at least, and had like the Constitutional Convention. You know, did they know that they're going to make like a freaking museum out of that and it would be alive for you know over yeah. two hundred years? Who knows? Um, Who knows? But it's 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 a cool scene, and they see where the light falls at that specific time, and so you yeah. go to a brick and you see the Freemason symbol Little marking. And so it's yeah. like okay, right? The Freemasons are guiding us, which should be noted that you know Benjamin Franklin and George Washington were both Freemasons, and apparently this country was founded on you know uh, a lot of the principles of the. Freemasons have, uh, which is something that I've never taken in any particular interest in. I don't really like get the Freemason deal, but I knew a, I had a buddy that was a part of it, and it was it was pretty interesting. He was a part of the I Freemasons. Would, yeah, wow, yeah, in Los Angeles he was, and he devoted a ton of time to it all the time. I would mainly do it for the cool little ring that you get. Well, I mean, yeah, it's pretty tight. It's a pretty sick ring. <laughs> pretty sweet. I just, I, it just is kind of strange to me, right? It's like an exclusive club. I think there's just two sides to it. It's like there's one side that kind of seems weird and like cultish, maybe, or something like that, or like I don't know, like yeah, because I, I have no idea. But but then there's the other side of it where like when somebody actually explains it to you, you're like, oh well, that's not like. That's just like a fellowship thing that people are doing. Yeah. You know? My my understanding is that like the original interpretation of the Masons was that it was like somewhat philanthropic where they're just like promoting goodwill toward each other. Right. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. just trying to make the world a better place. But then it goes into the whole idea of, you know, secret societies and like the Illuminati mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. And skulls, which is actually, I believe true that the Illuminati did come from like a, a select sect of the Freemasons. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, I don't know. And then you watch the movie skulls again and you're like, I just don't know if I want to get involved with this. Yeah. I know. Even talking about it, we're probably going to get like hunted down and <laughs> probably are. Maybe we should never release this <laughs> episode burst in my room right now. <laughs> what? Talking about Freemasons? What? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> well, and then like, and this also, I mean, since we're talking about it, like I might as well just divulge a little information that I have on the Freemasons. And a lot of people think that the Knights Templar, you know, who like arose in the time around the Crusades, right? And that they mm-hmm. had found the, um, the treasure of Solomon's temple and that they had the secret to this. And people think that, you know, cause the Knights Templar died out in like the 1300s or something like that. And then people think that the Freemasons uh, came back and that was like, it was the Knights Templar under like a new unit or like an, under a new name or whatever. Oh wow. Yeah. But so that's, that's kind of like the through line with that whole treasure storyline is that, there's just kind of like these secret societies slash groups that have been holding on to the secret of the treasure and those being the Knights Templar and also the Freemasons. And so they, mm-hmm. they know the secret and they've been, you know, keeping this guarding it you, for a long time, exactly guarding the treasure. And they brought it over to the United States. They also control the, uh, the legend of the rent. 
And I'm, I heard it's pretty hardcore. And I heard that it was way hardcore. I found out the other day that I know that whole song. I think I could do it. There's no way you can. No, that's a school. That's not how song. it starts. Yeah. In the end, in, in the ancient time, there was a man that knew the road. You go for the whole thing of the legend <laughs> that was written on the stone. In I think the first one is end of time. Then the second one in the ancient time. But the ledger, but no but one ledger, seemed to understand. In his heart, he knew the artist must be true. But the ledger of the red was way past due. And then Katie, you come in with the bass. Okay, we, I gotta stop. Yeah, I know, because you could go through the whole bad. thing. I did it in front of my class the I other know. day successfully. <laughs> but um, moving on, though, they did find the little brick, right? And they pull it out, and it's got the Freemason the symbol. And it's got, like, this version, you know, some, like, bifocal version that Benjamin Franklin Something that with. you would want to get in a Happy Meal. Yeah, you it know, looks Something fun. that'd be like, oh, cool. But I what love that this? part where Diane Kruger says... Uh, you know, like Benjamin Franklin had a prototype or something like that, or invented something like these. And Nick Cage goes, I think he invented these. Yeah, <laughs> I think this is it. It's so great. Like, they're and just finding it, all this it, stupid stuff that, like, the Founding Fathers did. Because oh. then it's, it's right there where they're in the hall. And yeah, he's like, yeah. wow. He in, has that moment. Yeah. It's probably one of the most special moments of the entire movie. Yeah, I love that part. I love that part where he says the last time that this was in this room was when it was being signed. And you're like, I think I get I think, shivers yeah. down my spine. You know, it's just like, Ooh. I think it might be my favorite scene to be honest, if I'm just going early on that, but I think that might be my favorite scene. Well, I immediately, cause get, that, that one does give, it gives me chills too. It's, it's probably that line and that scene alone is like the entire message of the movie. Like that's what the movie's going for. It's just like, wow, this is all so special. It is. You know? Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, the appreciation of and the important. moment, you know, because and for me, like I get sucked back to I mean, I've watched like a lot of TV and stuff. And so I get sucked back to like that John Adams moment where he's arguing for independence right in front of the entire entire Continental Congress. And he's like, give me a free country. And so it's just like the amount of work that went that they went through to freaking get the Declaration of Independence signed. And like, what was at stake? It's incredible man it's so cool like it's so cool that the united states i'm not one of your students you the know? united states exists man it's such a cool story <laughs> it is no it is it's a cool story it is yeah move on dude it's cool <laughs> <laughs> you're tearing up so i'm not just... tearing up i yeah, wasn't yeah. um but so anyway then they they figure they try to look at, look at it there the glasses and then he sees the guys coming in on him and man, these henchmen suck. Shump, like, bump, shump, they bump. are yeah, terrible they shots. They cannot hit They're anything. They're just shooting out in the open in the middle Nicholas of a Cage sem- runs really semery. slow cemetery. He cemetery cemetery. Um, he does he does run pretty slow. Uh, but I mean, the chase scene's fine. You have the cute scene where she hides behind the counter and she's like, "I'm trying to hide from my ex husband." That's him, bald head. You can stay as long as you want, baby. You can stay as <laughs> long as you want, honey. It's just okay. like okay, jeez. I know it's a small. That's the type of stuff we don't. I know need it's to a small role, but I think we could have done better than this. <laughs> we could have done better than this. I, yeah. I honestly get the I, lady who plays the cop in "Dude, Where's My Car?" Exactly. Pineapple Express. She is the best. Hangover. She would be. She plays the cop so in the Hangover as well in this role. 
I agree. Yeah. It's a great You're going down. It's a great call. Yeah. Ooh, big sexy with glasses. Big sexy with glasses. <laughs> You're going down. <laughs> I snorted. I think it's I like know one of my that favorite lines ever. Um yeah. Okay. But the outcome of that chase, like the chase is fine, whatever. It's got some good music, but the outcome mm-hmm. of that chase is that uh, they lose the declaration and Ian mm-hmm. gets a hold of it and Nicolas Cage also gets arrested, right? Yep, he gets arrested. Who yeah. we haven't mentioned yet, Harvey Keitel. Yeah, Harvey Keitel, good actor. Reservoir Dogs. He's a good actor. Yeah. He's in a lot of he's in, random things. He's just like a side you know? guy. He's character actor. Yeah. He just shows good. up in random stuff. But I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm down with Harvey Keitel, and he's good in this I movie. Something I hate about his character, but um, we'll talk about that later. He he's good. Oh, he plays a good FBI guy. So good head of the FBI. We're gonna need some more FBI we're guys. Need some more FBI guys. Die Hard. Die Hard reference. Uh, but Harvey Keitel pretty much says that somebody's got to go to jail for this and blah, blah, blah. Somebody's got to go to prison. Somebody's got to go to jail, man. Somebody's got to go to prison. A yeah. few times. Yeah. He says that like five times. Right. It's like, yeah, it's... It's like, well, I mean, can you just... I mean, it's not like somebody has to go to prison. Just make sure it's somebody that actually deserves to go to prison. It's not like there's an open space in prison right now and somebody literally has to go. Yeah. You know, it's not like... <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's like... It's not like somebody has to make go Make sure to you get your facts right. Somebody has to be tried in a <laughs> Or you're just going to pick your buddy over here. If we get... You know, if we both get away, you can just pick, you know... <laughs> well, sorry, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to go. Somebody's got to go. Well, also, it's like... what? A, it's an interesting thing to say. It's like... Somebody's got to be tried in a court of law. <laughs> it's, well, yeah, somebody can. Gotta be somebody gets, convicted has to get a by a jury as well. Of his peers actually, <laughs> somebody has to put you on the stand as well. Yeah, and, let's, uh, let's see what the evidence is. I mean, I guess that he would just um, confess to it is what the thing is. But either way, the no, the boo box. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is just he's just freaking crying as he's. <laughs> that would be. Um, I mean, hey, he'd be the guy close. at that prison. They're like. That guy stole the Declaration of Independence. That's why he's in And here. he looks a little crazy. No, no, don't mess with him, man. He's crazy. That, that dude stole the Declaration of Independence, and he's crazy. He would probably just be, like, he would probably be a teacher. Like, that's what I would do if I were him, yeah. like, in prison with that knowledge. You'd just be like... No, nah, you wouldn't last. No, yeah, you right. You'd be like, yeah, be it's okay. You know, like, I can go and just no. give all of these guys, like, an incredible American history education. He's that... He'd get eaten up. Benjamin Gates is so smart. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, he would be he would be a fantastic, like, professor. Anyway. Professor. Professor. Um, okay, so then, yeah, then they do the meetup with Sean meet Bean. Meetup with Sean Bean. Yeah. And over the ocean, yeah. Riley and uh, Diane Kruger are now uh, working in with captivity Ian. with Sean, hanging with out Ian. in a coffee shop, coffee shop, getting the bucks. <laughs> I, I knew you were another addict <laughs> in the office. Um, but yeah, he jumps off. He's like, I see door number three, I'm gonna go through it. And so he jumps off the dock. They catch him, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then we get into phase three. Yeah, it's like, honestly, this is all just stuff that happens. And they fill our stuff. And then we get to the church yeah. in Baltimore. Where are we? Mm, is that where they are? In Baltimore? Maybe. They go somewhere. I mean, maybe Baltimore is where Boston. they... Yeah. It's Boston. Yeah. Yeah. They go to Boston at the... You know why the Ravens were named the Ravens? I, Sorry, it's a Baltimore is it fact. Ed- Edgar Allan Poe thing? because of Edgar Allan Poe. Was that where he lived? Yeah. Wow. I think, I, I, I assume so, but I know, yeah, I think he was from there. Quoth the so Ravens. they named the, the Ravens. Anyways, sorry. 
Anyway, sorry. Jeez, that just stirred my telltale heart. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, great <laughs> American poetry. <laughs> um. Anyway, um. But then they go to Boston. Yeah, they go church. Ear he he ear at the wall, and at he the figures wall. out that I mean, Wall Street and here spelled with two e, whatever. And they go to some church. Um, I don't remember all the specifics of this stuff. It's not like incredibly important to know. But they pretty much go in there, and the jigs up. Ian figures out where everybody is, and he's holding all the cards because he's also stole John Voight. And as Danny pointed yep. out the other night. John Voight comes back at the perfect time because at the perfect time we needed him back. It was starting to get just like, ugh, it's almost like this podcast. Now that John Voight's back, I'm so excited again. I'm, right. I'm getting into yeah. it. My bones are going, I'm stretching, I'm moving. Yeah. You haven't, yeah. you haven't enjoyed all of my historical enthusiasm. <laughs> no, it's been great. It's been really great. David. What percentage do you think I'm talking right now? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> 90, 97%. <laughs> But John Voight comes back and it's great. And I think that that's a good point because there was a moment in the movie where he was in and you were very excited and then he leaves and you don't notice it for too, for too long. But it's about this point where you're like, this movie's missing something. Something's weird. Something weird's going on. What, what's going on? And then you realize when you get to this, they, you know, break into the wall or whatever. They start going down into that third final set piece and you got John Voight there. And that's kind of when it hits you. Mm. You're like, oh, now we're getting into the goods. Right. Now we get to dig in. Right. Well, and I stayed thoroughly entertained throughout the whole middle. Totally. Part. Right. It's not bad. Right. Because you have guys like Nicolas Cage and Sean Bean to hold you, hold you up. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this movie, this movie's also gone through like different phases. Like, you know, yeah. at the beginning, you kind of just have like your standard, whatever, you know, it's, basically Goldeneye at the very beginning. That's just yep. Goldeneye movie. And then you have, you know, your Ocean's Eleven scene where there's, yep. you have a heist movie. And then you have your typical kind of like action thriller. Man on fire. Fir- you know? <laughs> Man yeah. on fire. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it's like. <laughs> yeah. The nuances of Mexico City. Um, very, very analogous to Boston and Philadelphia and stuff. Um, That's what I said. <laughs> That's what I just said. I love that pole. Man on fire. Uh, but anyway, and then the last bit is, you know, kind of thriller, right? It's very, it's very entertaining. And then you go to this section of the movie, which is like freaking Indiana Jones. And it's just yeah. so good. Yeah. It's so good. A man. dude dies. A dude does die. Shaw dies. A dude dies. Not Shaw. Shaw from, like the main henchman yeah. from the entire thing from the very beginning. And his death they just is kill him off. so sudden. It's, it's so sudden. It's so Breaks through. It's great. Crickety, wooden thing ah. <laughs> i mean and it's Gone. it's a horrifying death what's more surprising yeah, to you suck. shaw's death or leonardo dicaprio's and the departed come leonardo dicaprio's <laughs> and the departed <laughs> i don't give a darn about shaw man I tell you i think it's it's really leo made me fall in love with him throughout the whole right movie there man shaw spoiler alert if nobody's seen the departed they've had great job they've had David. a long time to see The Departed. I'm sorry. If you yeah. haven't seen The Departed by now, it's like, you should have watched it. You should have watched it. It's really it good. It won Best Picture. <laughs> it did. It's really good. Um, so I'm not, I'm, I don't apologize. You should have seen it by now. It also has Jack Nicholson. Jackie. Here's Johnny. Here's Johnny. Okay, go That'd ahead. That'd be good to have. Anyway, so they get there and 
isn't it something like the guy's name is Parkington Lane, right? They figured that out. Yeah. It's in the back of the, so they use the glasses, Benjamin Franklin's glasses on the back of the Declaration of Independence. And there's, there's another clue, right? And oh. so you get to see Parkington yep. Lane and they go through Whoa. and it turns out Parkington Lane's a person. And so they go into uh, his tomb, right? And tomb. then you get in there and there's a spiral staircase that goes down and down and down and down and down. And John Voight says, like, down I'm not going down, down there. Down. That looks terrible. <laughs> and they're like, no, yeah. you better go. And Shaw dies, and it's horrifying and amazing. I love that part. I think Except peace. They're jumping on things. That, they have to do something. If I might say, John uh, Shaw's death, skip through I think, is pretty pivotal because it does elevate the movie to another level. Yeah, right. It's like, it's oh, like, gosh, they oh, can die. Geez, some dude just got killed. That was wild. Uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, and you know, they're going down the thing, and it's typical. Blah, blah, it's blah, like, blah, oh, they go down the pulley whatever, system, down the, the elevator, then fine. they get into the room. And then they then get to the room, room, and there's and it's a fake out, classic fake out. Yep, classic. You know, it's, it's fake stake out. God, that's what I was doing in my head. Sorry, I spy. Right, probably classic stake out scenario. Um, <laughs> pretty standard stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I can't that remember exactly what the fake clue is. It has something to do with the torch, right? The lantern. It's a, Don't tell him, Dad. Yeah. John Voight's like, shut up. It's the lantern. You know, when uh, blah, 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 the British are coming, British are yeah, coming. The Paul Revere, you know, the one of... In Baltimore, I yeah. think, or something like that. Yeah, I think it's they like, do they send him to, to Baltimore, right? Yeah. yeah, but it's a Paul Revere reference, whatever. And then they say, and so... Then he's like, okay, thanks. I'll just leave you guys here. You if can't I just need. leave us. What if we lied? He's like, did you? He's like, what if there's Ooh. another clue? I'll know right where to find you. And then they go up, and they figure out that there is another exit through the treasure Because room. the pipe that they got. Well, they go into the Charlotte. other, they go into that small room real quick, too. And yep. they have that whole discussion. And I do like, love, oh, it's gone. I love that moment where he's like, it's a fake clue. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite Riley lines in the whole yeah. freaking movie. It's fantastic. It's a fake clue. But yeah, then they go into another fake room. Right. Kind of thing. And they give up then, really quickly just to have like this moment in the movie where, you know, he seems kind of downtrodden and just like defeated. And you're like, why don't you look around a little bit more? And notice that there's a button that actually has the pipe outline on it. You know? I know. Like, look for John Voight a has second. my uh, my John Voight has my favorite line in the movie. There, though, what does he say? Or it's do you want to give it up f- now? Or? I can. Yeah, okay. uh, they're in that room, and it's like the fake room, so they're all disappointed. But then Patrick Gates says, "This room is real. This room is real, Ben. And that means the treasure is real. We're in the company of some of the most brilliant minds in history because you found what they left behind for us to find and understood the meaning of it." You did it, Ben, for all of us, your grandfather and all of us. And I've never been so happy to be proven wrong. I like that one. I tear up. I'm tearing up right now. I love that scene. (laughs) And this is before they even find the treasure. Yeah. His father's so proud, you know? He's just like, well, you did it. You know, we went through so much as a family and you actually did it, dude. This is hundreds. Don't be sad. This is hundreds of years of a family's history that's Uh like, pivotal part of american history and yep. this guy this guy's son figured it out i mean that has got to be the best feeling as a father to be oh like gosh, you yeah. have done what nobody in our family was able to do you figured it out you did it and it's just it's cool man it's really cool and i it's love cool. that moment with john Voigt. it's great um yeah. so but i like that scene and they see the eye 
whatever, and then they figure out the pipe, and then they go into the trophy room or the treasure room, and then they're in the treasure room. Yeah, I mean, is there and anything else in there that you want to point out? I mean, it, it's cool. You know, it's you knew they were going to get to the treasure, and the treasure mm-hmm. looks incredible. Looks amazing. It looks amazing. Yeah, looks like treasure. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine. And then he's like. So they go to the treasure room and John Boyd does the fist bump. <laughs> Gets so excited. Yeah. You're just yeah. like, nice. It's good. It's a good feeling. Music swells. It's yep. a good score right there. And then they set the whole Urban place Titans. on fire. Pretty yep. big gamble. You're like, big gamble. Yeah, they, How long you know, has this that been was set there? up hundreds of years ago. You probably should just light it on up. Don't you think? <laughs> light it up. Yeah. Light it up, dude. Go Nothing for dangerous it. in here. <laughs> Sitting here for thousand years it's so like the dead sea scrolls years. over here you're just like Ugh. let's light some fire no no, no, right no, no. not it. the dead sea scrolls she has uh the like scrolls from the alex or the library at alexandria or whatever and you're just like why would you why would you be just lighting fires for next anyway mm-hmm. it's cool though it's all really cool the treasure looks amazing and then they go back up and they call harvey Keitel, and he's like how about a bribe How's $10 billion sound for you? And you're like, quite a number. <laughs> yeah. It's quite a number to crazy. throw out there. Just you eyeball that whole room and go, it's about worth $10 billion. Yeah. Why? How do you know? Yeah. Somebody, I mean, it could have been anything. Yeah, it could have been $9 billion. <laughs> <laughs> Just not that, it's not worth that much. Could be... 50 billion who knows could be 50 billion could be seven i don't know who knows i guess if you had a rough idea of how like much gold with like what gold was worth and then you know you kind of just like eyeballed it i don't know who knows but well the thing is somebody's got to go to prison dave somebody's got to go to prison and that person is ian and so they figure they find him at the fake clue yeah they sentence him <laughs> to death, <laughs> they execute him. <laughs> and they execute him. No jury, no trial. Entire town. Somebody's got to die for this, Ben. Didn't you know? Somebody's got to die for this. There's got to be blood for this. We got ben. Mr. White here. <laughs> Mr. White's the trigger man. Last scene of the movie. Freaking Sean Bean opens up his door at his house, and just Mr. White with little <laughs> tubby things on his shoes, little napkins oh. on his shoes, and just Mark Wahlberg. Wow, big. great. That's a departed hey, reference as well. Wallet. And if you don't know that we're talking about, then you should have watched it already. Should have <laughs> watched Departed. Should have seen it. Sorry. And Jack um, I do have to note that I hate that Harvey Keitel is like a Freemason. It's just so unnecessary. Ding. You know what I mean? A little gleam from his ring. Because I, I don't know anybody that is a Freemason. I know that the Shriners are somewhat associated with the Freemasons, but I just don't like... Who? The Shriners, like the Albadoo Shriners. Oh. It's like it's like a very like far extension of it. But mm. regardless, like I don't really like it just doesn't seem like there's that many people that are that invested in Freemasons or the Mason lore or any of that stuff. So it just seems tacked on there at the end, like, oh yeah, this guy, you know, he thought that the you know the founding fathers had the same idea about the treasure that they did with government. Give it to the people. Yeah. It should be divided. Three separate things. Way to go. Go to the Louvre. Go to the Smithsonian and uh, whatever in Egypt. So cool. But it's all good. It's very nice. It's a cute ending. I think it is a little bow on top was the mansion and them being together. Now, Nick cage and Helen of Troy. And then Riley pulling up in his sports. 1%. 
He says that line or whatever. And if we're going with the ten billion, I mean, still have a lot of money, man. It's, it's a lot. Yeah, it's crazy. So they're set for life. Yeah, but I Riley's good. Riley's great, and he's got some good lines. We didn't go over very many of them, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't get too many of them. Yeah, I don't remember him. Me neither. I don't remember it as well as I should. But should we? Let's do a favorite. What are we doing? Favorite scene, favorite line, favorite character. You already said yeah, your. You already know. You already said your favorite. Two of mine. Favorite line. Um. Oh yeah. Your favorite scene was in the room. Yeah. You already said all of it. And my favorite character is Patrick Gates. <laughs> John Boyd. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Wow. He's great. He's the glue of the movie. He's no. He's the best. Yeah, I love John Boyd yeah. in this movie. Um. That's cool that he's your favorite character. I think that that is a sound decision because that line is very good. Um, So I'm going to, I'm going to, my favorite scene. um, I don't know, man, it's tough because you really sold me on the independence hall thing. And that could be, could be my favorite scene. I also really like your favorite quote as my favorite scene. Um, but I kind of... And who's he like for favorite character, baby? <laughs> it's Benjamin Gates. It's, it's Nick, Nick uh, Cage. Yeah. Nick Cage, baby. Clearly. Harvey Keitel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but my line, <laughs> my favorite line and my favorite scene are the same thing. Um, and this is when Ben Gates is standing in front of the Declaration of Independence. And he says, 100, 180... I'm not going to do the... I'm not going to do the impression because it's going to just make it suck. Um, but 180 years of searching and I'm three feet away. Of all the words written here about freedom, there's a line here that's at the heart of all the others. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and provide new guards for their future, for their future security, excuse me. People don't talk that way anymore. Beautiful, huh? I have no idea what you said. It means there's something wrong. Those who have the ability to take action have the responsibility to take action. It's incredible, man. It's so good. And you know what? I'm a sucker for the Declaration of Independence, so I just love that he's paraphrasing and, you know, kind of putting his own spin on it. It's beautiful. I love it. It's beautiful. Amazing scene. Amazing line. Amazing character. I love Nick Cage in this movie. Nicky, baby. I wish I was Ben Gates. <laughs> yeah, me too. Really, really is what it comes down to. I really don't. I wish I was Damian Lillard. <laughs> <laughs> wish I was Benjamin Gibbard. Not Benjamin Gates. I don't know, man. Would you be a famous athlete or a guy that just knows so much about everything? I'd much rather <laughs> be Damian Lillard. What is this? You kidding me? I don't know. Uh, I wish I had a lot more information. Okay. <laughs> do you, where do you think Ben, a- or uh, Ben Affleck? <laughs> <laughs> He's rushing me. He's rushing me and I'm nervous. Where do you think Ben Affleck fits <laughs> Jack into Black. This? Where do you think Jack Black fits into this baby? I think Harvey Keitel. Uh, yeah, he could be good Harvey Keitel. He could be good. He could be a good Sean Bean. I don't know. As the villain. He could be a good quippy little Riley. Too. He could be a know. good henchman. He could he be probably a good Sean. Yeah. <laughs> How? 
<laughs> falling probably off the would thing. be a pretty good shot. That's that's yeah. a good call. I like that. Yeah, he's good. But for the question, still in my mind, School of Rock, no doubt. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, it's not even close to School of Rock, but still a great movie. If there's ever a deciding factor, though, for a movie, we can always, we can turn back to National Treasure because it's right on that line. Um, yeah, I think that, I don't know, I don't want to say it because it's kind of insulting to this movie because School of Rock is the line between a good movie and a great movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. If a movie's better than School of Rock, it's great. Like, it's a really yeah. good movie. If a movie's better than this, it's pretty good. It's, it's pretty, a good movie. Good, you know, but if a movie's worse yeah. than this, it's probably like, eh, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. This is more so the line between, like... A mediocre kinda, movie and a good movie. Kind of good and good. Yeah. Yeah, this is... Yeah, a, this so we've is, established the two peers. This is the line of, like, a solid movie. Where you're just like, yeah. yeah, this is great. And this, you know. We'll have to establish the third one. The line between a bad movie and a good Mask movie. Mask of Zorro. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, my God. I love that movie, actually. It is good. Now, yeah, I don't know I like what the line too. would be between, like, a bad movie and good movie. I don't, I don't, we'll I don't know where the line it. is. It took us time to come up with National Treasure. It so. did, yeah. It's been a while. It'll take us a little while longer. Yeah. There you go. That's National Treasure. That is our National nice little in-between episode, between series. And so we might as well say what we're going to do for our next one. I can't, I can't Pixar what we're going to do. hey uh, You look so animated as you're about to reveal uh, what we're going to talk about next here. Uh, this is something that I've been so passionate about. Not passionate, but I've been excited to do for a long time and trying to convince uh, the digs to do as well. We're going to do the first five Pixar movies and talk about Toy Story, Bugs Life, Toy Story 2, uh, the um, Monsters, Inc., and Finding Nemo. And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. We'll have some guests on the, uh, on the old podcast. I'd expect uh, we'll get old Tube Sock back, uh, back here. Um, what do you prefer I, to talk about on those ones? Huh? I don't know what yeah, Zach maybe, would like maybe to one do of on them. those ones. but yeah, Definitely get Mr. Ethan Ritter on here. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe get our sister back, mm-hmm. Katie Backer. So should be some good episodes coming up. I think so. Um, and National Treasure was quite fun. National Treasure <laughs> was really good. Really good. Really long. <laughs> really long. Um, awesome. Well, thank you so much to everybody that listened. And, uh, you know, we're just going to keep doing this. So if you enjoyed what you listened to tonight, please share around. That's, that's what we're asking. And please leave us a, a review on iTunes. Um, that, that makes a big difference for us. So if you like Professor Jones, please, please just, uh, just share us around. Find us on Instagram, Professor Jones Podcast, and then basically on any platform that you want to uh, listen to podcasts on. So. If you have a long drive ahead of you, uh, we have a lot of <laughs> stuff. So if you're just now listening to our podcast, we have a lot of episodes. So um, keep tuning in and, uh, and thanks so much. Thanks a lot for listening. Until next time, we'll be living our lives a quarter mile at a time. It's a fake clue. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. <laughs> <laughs>